Hey, peeps, it's your girl Casey Diva here. Welcome to another edition of Dish with Diva. Real talk with real people because I have some of the realest and the real coolest people um, on the planet on this show right here. Um, welcome to another edition. So good to see you all. Thank you for joining me each week. Uh, much appreciated. Um, I want to remind you, next week is February 4th, first of the month. So you know what that means, Northwest Nightcap. Is coming up, Northwest Nightcap. Um, we talk about all the entertainment stories over the month that you might have missed. Uh, you know, the juicy stuff. We've got a whole list of things coming up, too. And we have some really cool segments coming up um, that you won't want to miss. All right. So um, I'm going to go ahead and do the introduction because you can't help but see the gentleman to my right, your left. Uh, Mr. Kurt Casey Clayton is joining me, producer extraordinaire, musician. Uh, music director for the legendary R&B group Confunction, and my bro, hey, Casey, thank what you up? for joining me tonight. Thank you, thank, <laughs> thank, thank you for having me. Uh, I'm not going to put you on the hot seat. I no guess, hot seat, huh? No hot seat tonight. <laughs> not tonight, not no. tonight. But Paper we're getting you on the hot seat. See? Anthony, I was talking about you. We, we know, that's gonna be a thing. That's gonna be a thing. Every show, that's gonna be a thing. <laughs> now, an inside joke, y'all. So you have to tune in this Thursday tune in. Uh, to, to, to find out. And and Casey's in the hot seat. Then trust me, you don't oh. want to miss it. Um, all right. So Casey is joining me. Um, <laughs> gotta give a shout out to his beautiful wife, Miss Princess Robin, which is how we met. Yes. My girl, Princess. So Princess, is not, Princess and I, you know, go way back, Rainier Avenue Radio Days. We met. We did a show together. We did our own shows. She has a show called Traveler's Guide. I'm going to give her a quick plug here to Venus and Mars, all about relationships on all eight uh, online platforms, Spotify, mm -hmm. Apple Music, and so on and so on. Um, she's also part of Northwest Nightcap as well. Anyway, check out that show when you can. Okay. Yes. So now, uh, Robin and I met. You know, that's my sis. We hung out. One day we're, we're chit-chatting. You know, she mentions, yeah, blah, 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 Batman, blah, blah, blah. I'm like, Batman? <laughs> Man, you know KC's wearing a Batman shirt, okay? That'd be so, me. <laughs> one day on, on Nightcap, we'll have to have y'all tell your love story. But um, long story short, she's talking about this guy. She's nicknamed him Batman. He's really cool. He's really cute and all these things. And, you know, he just became like part of the family. They got <laughs> married and the rest is history. Um, but it's history. It's a fun story. But anyway, um, so that's how I ended up meeting KC, which is awesome. I just, just love telling the stories of all the people I met. Um, so now KC, you know, also being a music producer, we just mm. had one of your artists on, brand new artist, Mrs. Chameleon, yeah. was on last week, had a wonderful yeah. time with her. Um, she actually gave me another guest that I'm going to have on in February. So, okay, cool. you know, I'm excited about that. Also, all kind of fun stuff coming out doing of the connects. We're doing the connects. Doing the connects. I love it. The networking. Um, yeah, and, and, and I, I forgot to mention this. You're in Memphis. Yes. Okay. For those watching, you know, uh, he's in Memphis and there's a lot of hot talent coming out of, Me out of Memphis. Oh. Um, so uh, stay tuned. I'm, I'm going to try to promote him as much as I can on this show. Real quick, uh, Princess says, laugh out loud, Batman. <laughs> We're in the Batman shirt. Yeah. Yes. Batman and Robin forever. <laughs> Batman and Robin forever. I love it. Uh oh. And he says, he's not a bigger Batman fan than me. 
Anthony is a big Batman fan. My boy is like, he loves him some Batman. Shout out to Anthony Adams, also a member of the uh, Night Crew. Trust me, I tell Anthony, I got, I got some Batman gear that I know he don't have. Uh-oh, uh-oh, <laughs> the battle is on. <laughs> all right, all right. So, okay, Casey, let, let's just um, mm-hmm. let's just kind of go back in time for a quick little minute for the folks. Okay. Um, now, you uh what what instruments what all the instruments that you play? I know you're a keyboardist, but yeah, do you play my, any other instruments? Yeah, my, my my primary instrument is piano and keyboards and okay. you know, synthesizers. Uh and then on top of that, you know, of course, you know, drums and programming. But like even now when I was in college, you know, I played upright bass and violin and trombone all through high school and, and a lot of the brass stuff. Mm-hmm. So um a, a little bit of everything, you know. Okay. The only one that um, the only one I cannot claim is guitar. For some reason, I cannot. Oh. My kids can play guitar. Really? I, cannot play guitar. I have guitar yeah. sounds that I can, you know, manipulate. But mm-hmm. I, that's mm-hmm. the only one that I, I cannot do. Okay, okay. That you know, you sound like you got a lot going on anyway. Yeah. So you I mean. know, what's, what's one? What's one guitar? You know. Um. So, what's your favorite instrument then? My my favorite instrument is piano. Piano. Love piano. Love piano. Yeah. Yeah. How old were you when you first learned to play? You know what? I started taking lessons when I was seven. Oh, wow. But, but we grew up with a piano in the house. Okay. So, you know, I was, you know, always taking with my, my brothers and sisters when I was mm-hmm. like, you know, three, four, five. Didn't know oh, what wow. I was doing. But right. they were like, hey, he's, he's pretty cool. And my mom was like, oh, my mom and dad was like, oh, okay, uh, we, might, we might have some here. Let's, yeah. You know? Now, do, 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 you, do you have a, a musical family? Do you all are yeah. you all part of music somewhere? Uh, my my mom started out playing in church, okay. uh, and um, my because uh, I'm the youngest of of, of six siblings. Uh, my my oldest brother passed, but my my other brother mm-hmm. that's near me, his name is Alan mm-hmm. Clayton. He's an artist in his own right because he's play he plays sax. He plays sax. Okay. In fact, he has two shameless plug. He has two albums that that I uh, uh, produce and co-produce mm-hmm. with him, which kind of like gospel according to jazz albums and a Christmas album. Nice. Um, so uh, it's really, really nice. I'll send you a copy of it. It's really, it's really nice. Please really do. Nice. Yeah, sounds awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me. Okay, so piano, musical family. Um, now, do you remember the first song that you wrote or played? Ooh. The very first song that you know what I actually <coughs> the very first song that I actually wrote and penned and I actually mm-hmm. got a grade for it in, in in a in a class I wrote a song about Martin Luther King oh nice I wrote a song about Martin Luther King and uh, um and uh, I mean I charted it out and all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff and you know mm-hmm. you know it was it was for my my uh, my English class uh-huh. in, in school and. Um, and I wrote it out, and then I had to play it, of course, you know, in class. They were like, oh, hey, these guys, you know. Yeah, and a partner of mine was like, hey, man, you know, put me on there as, as writer so I can get a grade, too. <laughs> <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> no, brother, you got to get your own. <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> hey, you got you to be creative with these things. Yeah, like, you know. How to, how to maximize it. Like, there you I, go. You know, there you I go. Totally get it. Yeah, yeah, you know. So well, you know, I, I, I picked up a guitar. I was like nine. I was mm-hmm. I was fascinated for about six months. My parents saying that I like you know I was done with it. Um, yeah. But I always love guitar. It's one of my favorite instruments. Yeah. When I hear it in well, a song guitar. and I love it. bass and you know whatever. Yeah. Um, but that's pretty cool. That's cool that you're, you know, your yeah. family's into the music biz and all that as well. Oh, yeah. um, okay, so now let's talk about um, 
you know, prior to Confunction, were you mm-hmm. just doing your own thing? Were you in another band? What were you doing no, before I was, you uh, hooked up with them? Well, I, I've, I've been in the industry since I was about 15. Uh, my, really? My, okay. My, yeah, my, my very first uh, professional gig, uh, actually, I was like 15 years old, and mm-hmm. uh, my cousin, his name was Andrew Love, God rest his soul, he was one of the original members of the Memphis Horns. Okay. And um, and he got me in on a gig with Rufus and Carla Thomas. I was 15 years old, and I was, you know, and I and already my, had a gig. Wow, had a gig, you know, you know. <laughs> and I, and I, in fact, they had to come, you know, come to my house and ask, mm-hmm. you know, my mom and dad's permission to take me on the road and all that kind of stuff. And wow. I, you know, and, and then I used to play around town with them. Mm-hmm. And then later um, in my career, um, you know, of course, you know, you had bands around town, you know, that mm-hmm. I, that I started mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And then I got, uh, then I got. Uh, a call from Larry Dotson, who is the lead singer of the Barcades. Okay, and, yeah, I and, know that uh, name. And, and, mm-hmm. and they're from in the, the Barcades are from Memphis, mm-hmm. and uh, they were looking for another keyboard player. A good friend of mine was playing with them, and they said, "Hey, you know, would you be interested in playing with the Barcades?" Mm-hmm. And so I became um, I became a member of the Barcades for a while, and, wow, and that's then, I be- cool. then I became the musical director for the Barcades, and and then. While I was out with the Barcades, then you know, then I you know met up with Howard Hewitt and Glenn Jones, uh, and a lot of a lot of great artists, Regina Bell, mm-hmm. um, Angela Wimbush, and it was just it kind of morphed. And there was you no, know, we used to be out, out on a lot of funk fests, you know, and it'd be like cameo, yeah. you know, it'd be like three or four all acts, the you know, all, yeah. all the group. And ironically, I got with Confunction uh, by accident. What happened was mm-hmm. we were. The Barcase Confunction and I believe Cameo, we were all on the same show. And it was in uh, Oklahoma City, never forget it. And what happened was, because uh, we would always mess around with each other doing sound check. Mm-hmm. Well, this particular show, they called me up that week because their keyboard player couldn't make the gig. So oh. they said, well, hey, since you're going to already be there with the Barcase, you know, would it be possible for you to play with us? Yeah. And I said, well, you know, if you check with, you know, Larry and, and James Alexander, who's, you know, the founding member of the Barcade, if they mm-hmm. say it's okay, I have no problem with it. So they gave me the, you know, they gave me the green light. They sent me the material. I'd never rehearsed with them. They gave me the material and I never had a chance to rehearse with it. We met at Soundcheck. And, wow. and I and I did the gig and, um, and after the gig, Felton Pilot and Michael Cooper, who are the leaders, <laughs> they said, hey man, um, we got a, we got a few other gigs that he may not make. Oh. <laughs> wow! So, so they're like, you need, you need a job. You yeah, want you a need, job? Hey, Come on, this way. I love that story. Oh, you in that relationship with the Barclays, right? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm talking yeah. about. But you know, and and I and I did that ironically. Uh, I kind of did that with a couple other gigs. It was you know, mm-hmm. with a couple other acts. It was weird, but at the same time, it was kind of a, a, a blessing, and mm-hmm. you know, and it was an honor because uh, I eventually did that with uh, the Gap Band. Mm-hmm. I filled in, you know, last minute. Hey, this guy can make it. Can you Gap yeah. Band, SOS Band. I love the Gap Band. Uh, the Daz Band. Yes. Uh, uh, Lakeside. So all 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 of the groups I grew oh, up listening to, wow. I ended up having to be able to grace the stage with them and you mm-hmm. know and, and go out on tour with them at different times. What was your favorite um 
you said you like like a lot of funk fest, mm-hmm. but was there like uh, any favorite venues or, or favorite cities that you travel mm-hmm. to that you like to go back to frequently or um, anything that stands out to you? Well, first of all, you know, Tokyo was always like second home for a lot of for a lot of musicians. I've heard uh, that. Yeah. I've to- heard that. Tokyo, because the fans are so appreciative. And mm-hmm. although they speak no English a lot of times, but they know every word to your song. Really? Everywhere. Huh. In fact, wow. I remember the first time I went, they brought they brought albums that I had played on. Now I'm I'm out there with you know Barcades or you know Shalimar or whatever, and and one fan you know and I'm just sitting over in the corner with a while you know the the artist they're signing autographs, and mm-hmm. then this fan comes up to me and says, "Hey, is is this you?" And what? they brought this record out that I had played on like about ten years. Pro- it was like some obscure record I had played on and they yeah. had a copy of, they saw that I was coming and they saw my name on the credit oh and they said, could you sign goodness. this one? That lets you know how big yes. of fans they are. And I'm like, wow, this is, this is you know, pretty cool. So yeah. So, so Japan, you know, has okay. always been a, uh, has always a, a sweet, uh, a sweet spot in my heart. So that's very cool. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah. I've always heard that about, yeah, you know, Tokyo. Japan that they, they really take, like the artistry seriously they're like yes. true fans they're not fair true with their fans. friends like a lot of you know people in the u.s yeah. you know yeah. And, um, oh, yeah. i love that i love that okay so confunction mm-hmm. um what what's your favorite confun- what's your favorite confunction song mine is of course i mean it's just like the dance anthem my favorite confunction song i got i got a couple of them uh love train of course Love yeah, train. That's a good, um, yep, that's a good one love too. train. Uh, chase me, and I would have to say straight from the heart. Okay. Which okay. you know, which the ballad, you know. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, that's I, the then, uh, yeah. Yeah, but it's just you know, what I mean, I mean, but with them, it's just mm-hmm. it's a lot of fun music. It's it's a lot of good music, and you just like playing. I got to be enough, you know, mm-hmm. which is a funk mm-hmm. tune. So it's, I mean, I just you know, I just you know, love playing with the yeah. guys. Well, you know, the, the, the industry, it really has changed um, in a lot of ways. Um, for, for me, as like a fan of, you know, music and all types of genres, um, but especially with R&B and funk, you know, what I really miss is the, the full bands, right? Mm-hmm. Like groups like and Function and the Barcades yeah. and the Dad's Band. And mm-hmm. you go see them in concert, it's like a full stage, full band, <laughs> every instrument. It's, it's somebody like, yeah. dinging the Dell. Oh, know. yeah. It's not yeah. just a DJ up there. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. You know, the, I mean, every little instrument, whether it's a little chime on their fingers or oh, yeah. you know, whatever, it's like somebody has that that instrument they're playing. Yes. And I re- I miss that. I've, I miss that when I go to concerts, even when I watch award shows now, mm-hmm. you know, it's usually yeah. just like somebody with a microphone, like you said, a DJ. And um, But what mm-hmm. are some of the other ways the industries, you, the, you know, you, like I said, you've been in the business a long time, since mm-hmm. 15. Um, it's changed, you know, over time in different ways. What is yeah. one of the most significant ways it's changed to you? Uh, I think one of the most significant ways that has changed is probably the sale of records and the sale mm. of music and, and how, um, digital downloads and things like has totally changed the game because the revenue streams mm. now are totally different and how yeah. you can really make, uh, you know, make money because now everything's about likes. Well, a lot yeah. of time likes, well, a lot of time likes doesn't turn into profit. 
you mm-hmm. can have, you know, it's like, yeah, you can have, you know, 10,000 likes on YouTube, mm-hmm. you know, but mm-hmm. that's only like maybe you, you probably made a dollar. Whereas back in the day, wow. people went out and you physically, you bought a 45 or you right. bought CD or you bought mm-hmm. the cassette. And, mm-hmm. that's, and that's how records actually went gold and platinum. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's really, really hard now because, mm-hmm. and, and now because of illegal downloads and, you know, right. and like I said, you put a song out and two days later, it's up on YouTube for everybody to hear for free. Yeah. You know, until you get a million likes and then a million likes turns into, oh, hey, you got a million likes. Well, that turns into, you know, uh, mm-hmm. you know, a couple thousand dollars, but that's no money. Yeah, so, right, right. but at the same time, you're spending the same money and energy mm-hmm. in producing the record. Yeah. You know, you're still going yeah. into the studio and spending those, mm-hmm. those hours, you know, arranging mm-hmm. and, and recording and mixing and mastering. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so I think that's the biggest you know, one of the biggest things, and I'll say one other thing, mm-hmm. which is a good thing now, independent music is becoming more prominent. You don't have to have a, a label to um, mm-hmm. basically be relevant. Back okay. in the day, you had to get signed to a major label. You had to have that machine to kind of move you. Now, with social media and stuff like that, you can find your own order. Exact same thing that we're doing, like with Kiki Chameleon, you know, mm-hmm. and a lot of artists like that. Now, independent music, you can find your own orders. You don't have to have these la- major labels because a lot of the major labels are gone now. So, right. so, but at the same time, you can become relevant by just by grinding and doing your own hustle now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and I, I can see that. And you know, when you mentioned mm-hmm. going out and buying the records, I just have these memories of like my dad taking my brother and I to oh, Tower yeah. Records. It was Tower Records here in Seattle. Oh yeah, and it was too. every Saturday it was like an event. Every Saturday morning, we couldn't wait. Yeah, when we going to Tower Records, oh, yeah. and we we had a little allowance, and we get our favorite, you know, albums and whatnot, yeah. forty fives or whatever. I miss you know you, you I miss that. Oh yeah, we had all the I Jackson Five records. Come on yep. now, it's like yep. 40, the forty fives. Yeah, you know, because we had we had Tower Records, we had Peaches. I don't know if you all had Peaches. Peaches. I don't, uh, I don't think we all remember Peaches. You know, yeah. but you know, but uh, but that was part of the thing, yeah. and that's how we, you know, and that was like I said, that was a treat to to be able to buy those records, and even it had that physical mm-hmm. product where you can read the credits. Because I was always mm-hmm. all about the credits, and nowadays I think that's yeah. another thing that's changed because when you download stuff you don't get the opportunities to see the credits all the people that's behind making that record who who the right. drummer was and the bass player and you know right you buy those you buy those stevie wonder records you can see you can you can read the the line and you can read the lyrics mm-hmm. you can't do mm-hmm. that. that was the other thing i like play off the sleeve with the lyrics i used to love that yeah. like i still yeah yeah. Yeah. I, I think you're right. That's a huge thing that's changed. Um, yeah. that I think it's taken away from, honestly, a lot oh, yeah. of the, the, the fun of it. Uh, I'm going to get to a few comments. Uh, let's see. Oh, Chris Bennett. I, I see you, boss. The was in the building. Keep the faith. He grinded. Yeah. Thanks, Chris. Uh, Anthony. Um, let's see. Gap Band had the greatest hits in high school. Oh, yeah. Uh, wait, Charlie Wilson. <laughs> Gap Band or, or uh, post Uncle Charlie. Yep. Uh, Shout out. Shout out to Uncle Charlie. Let me get my 45 of fun out. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, Kiki. Hey, Kiki. Kiki. Uh, what up, Kiki? Them some jams right there. Yes. It did oh, yeah. some jams. Uh, Anthony, I play air bass. Yeah. Uh, Napster was a game changer <laughs> for the worst. Yeah, Napster. I forgot about yeah. Napster. Oh, yeah. It was big controversy. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they yeah. decided well, music should be free. To who? To exactly. You know. But, so you put all the work in, like you said, you got all these people doing all the stuff behind the scenes, and there's yeah. the artists. How are y'all supposed to pay your bills if the music is free? That makes yeah, no sense. Because <laughs> and and, th- and that's been and that's been kind of like a, a kind of like a, a a stickler for a lot of musicians because unless mm-hmm. you actually make it, a lot of people don't view what you do as a real job. They like, oh, you're a musician, so what's your real job? What's your day job? It's wow. like, no, this is a real job. You know, we musicians yeah. and artists they study longer to. to on their craft than a doctor or a lawyer because, you know, you've been mm-hmm. singing since birth. Mm-hmm. You know, you've been mm-hmm. studying music since you were a kid. You yeah. know, you don't think about being a lawyer until you get into high school or college, you know. Right. So, uh, and so that's been kind of like um, a lifelong mm-hmm. uh, stereotype as mm-hmm. if musicians, you're not, you're not, it's not a real job unless you are at a certain level, unless you right. have a certain status. And, and, I, and, um, and for me, that's something that I always try to uh, push back against and let them know this mm-hmm. is a real job. It is a real job, and you know it's not something that you go and I don't. I don't feel you might. You might kind of fine tune it, but I mm-hmm. feel like most musicians that I've met and and know or knew growing up, and you know maybe still doing it now, whatever. Um, you you have a you kind of have to have it. You know yeah. what I mean? You have a little bit of that in you, and then maybe somebody can help you bring that out further. Totally. Or, or totally. maybe you just are talented enough, and you know. Um, so yeah, it's definitely it, it's oh, definitely yeah. a knack and, and a well respect should be a well respected craft and art. Oh, yeah. Okay, so um, I want to get your um opinion on like these reality shows, like the American mm-hmm. Idols and yeah. the you know uh, I mean we talked about how like you know with social media and like you, know, you got YouTube and you can mm-hmm. upload videos. A lot of people like just uh, what's his name Justin Bieber was yeah. uh, discovered on YouTube. <laughs> but mm-hmm. what do you think about the reality shows? Um, what's the other one? The Voice and you know. Well, the reality shows, uh, you got to realize, and the, the story behind a lot of those, the reality shows and, you know, those are basically uh, label-driven situations. You know, a lot of times, in, the winners are already, you know, there. The the album is already done. All that, the, the those shows are just another tool for marketing. You really? know, what the product is. Yeah, oh, the okay. album is already done. It's just like, you know, they already have this, this, mm-hmm. this, this slate of songs that's already written. Okay. Right. So, and then, but they just build, build you up, build you up, build you up, and build up the hype. So that way, because if you notice, when the winner, you know, when they finally announce the winner, mm-hmm. the next day mm-hmm. their single is up is uploaded. Well, if you, well, how? That's well, a how really that, good point. So that and and that's just another wow. marketing. That's just another marketing skill, which that's great. You know, it, it helps build up the hype, and at the mm-hmm. same time, it gives a lot of artists an opportunity to be seen by other yeah. uh, labels or other producers mm-hmm. that may mm-hmm. want to sign them. So, I mean, it's I mean, it's all marketing. Interesting. You know? Yeah, it's, it's always about the marketing, right? It's all about, it's all about, about, it's all about the, the end of the day. It's all, all about, about the dollar. dollar. Uh, oh, yeah. Anthony says, Prince said it best about the reality shows. They're great, but I find myself rearranging the music in my head. Speaking oh, yeah. of Prince, you were telling me a story before we went live mm-hmm. about yeah. you worked on a song with Prince or did a song I with did. Prince. Tell us the story. Well, it, it was, um, 
I was working with a good friend of mine. His name is Jerry McCauley. Big shout out to Jerry McCauley. He's out in L.A. And we used to do a lot of these jazz records. We do a, we did a lot of smooth jazz records with Boney James and and uh, Peter oh, Peter boy. White and Tom mm-hmm. Scott. And um, and Gerald was doing um, his record. It was called uh, Groove Metropolis, and he had like multiple artists: Al Jarreau, Take Six, you name it. They were on there. And so and um, we were doing this one song, and uh, um, he was like, "Yeah, I." I um, I'm going to put guitar on it later. Like, I got the guitar player coming by later on. I said, oh, okay, well, cool. And I uh, he said, yeah, uh, Prince is going to come through. I'm like, oh. <laughs> <You're> like what? <laughs> and and basically, and and he had Prince, and we were at the studio, and basically, because uh, we had did, you know, on so many songs, we had, like, it was myself and, and George Duke and, and um, um, I want to see, it was George Duke, Jerry Peters, um, uh, man, just a lot of people that I that I've always grew up, you know, just admiring. Mm-hmm. And we and we we're doing a session, and all of a sudden, Prince just walks in. Nobody got you know because you're thinking, man, Prince coming. Oh okay. right, whole entourage. And none of that. He just comes what? in, just to you know, just comes. In, he sits down, you know, and he listens to it a couple times, and he's just like, you know, playing black some rhythm because he's he's a musician by trade, and he's a music, yeah. and he's a lover of music. Right, and so um, he comes in and he plays on his track. He's like, "Man, you know, man, man, you guys sound great up in here, man." And we just, you know, shot the breeze. And I'm thinking, "Where, where, where you starstruck at all, Casey?" You know what? <laughs> you know what? When when he initially said it, uh-huh. it caught me off guard. But then um, I wasn't star. I don't think I've ever been starstruck. I, I might have been starstruck one time, uh-huh. and and that was years ago. Um, and once again. Uh, Friend of mine, Gerald McCauley, he got me a gig with Stevie Wonder, and oh, wow. um, and uh, they called me up. I had just got back from Japan, so I was jet lagging, and he called me up, and said, "Hey, man, Stevie needs a keyboard player for this gig. Um, are you interested?" He said, "He said he called me up, and I gave him only one name, and I mm-hmm. and I told him it was you, and I told him that you live in Memphis." He's like, "Well, hey, if you vouch for him, he's good." Mm-hmm. And I thought I was dreaming. And so the next day I get a phone call from his people say, Hey, thank you for agreeing to do this thing for this. I'm like, who is this? With? <laughs> and, wow. And so uh they flew me out to do the rehearsals, you know, and we rehearsed mm-hmm. like about nine hours. He wasn't there doing the first rehearsal, the first half mm-hmm. of the rehearsal. He came in like later that night. Okay. But still I like, had my whole setup and then also he walks in. I'm like, oh man, I don't I don't forget all my notes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Oh, right, like so, he's really here. <laughs> you mean he, he coming in right now? Wow! <laughs> and no, he came in, and, uh, mm-hmm. uh, and and he and he was he was really good. But the the funny thing about it was, he called me just real quick. Uh-huh. He called me before I got out there, right? And so this number popped up on my phone that I didn't recognize. Yeah. And and uh, so I'm like, hello. They're like, hey, is this KC? Um, I'm like, yeah. He said, hey, man, it's me. I'm like, okay, who is me? Hey, man, it's me. I'm like, look, I ain't got time to be playing with nobody. Who is me? <laughs> and I hung up. No. I am not right. I hung up the phone. <laughs> Call oh, right back. So my thing is, look, I ain't got time for no play. He's like, this KC? I'm like, yeah. He's like, it's me. I'm like, okay, that's cool. Who is me? Then he said, "Who did you just sign up to play with?" And I oh said, "Oh my goodness!" And I said, "Stevie." 
hey man, I, I, I was, oh my god, I felt like I was so wow. embarrassed, and and uh, it was it was it was weird because wow. I was, and we just had this one on one conversation, mm-hmm. and you know he thanked me, you know uh, he thanked me for just being a part, you know, of it because he was trying to just do a, a stripped down situation of his band and stuff. He was trying to yeah. go back to the basics, and he just thanked me. You know, he's like, I just want to personally call you and just, you know, say thank you for, for doing this last minute, and I appreciate it. And I was That's like, hey, up. hey, this is all mine, brother. <laughs> That's what's up. I love it. What a great story. Yeah. That's a fun story. Yeah, that was well, the first time I was just starstruck. First and only time, I guess. Sometime. I think, yeah, I, I, I would definitely, I'd be a little starstruck with Prince, yeah. but I definitely, I probably would pass out if I ever met Michael Jackson. I just, you well, know. you really pass out if you meet him now. Uh, yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> you right. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I see him now. It's going to be a problem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Um. Let's see. A couple more comments. Uh, Lisa said, it's in your blood. Talking about the moon, talking about the music. Yes, Lisa, it is oh, in yeah. your blood. You're either born with it or you're not. You know. Exactly. Um, exactly. Totally. Uh, let's see. What did Anthony say? Um, <laughs> I'm sure he gets that a lot when people call. When he calls people. <laughs> right. He probably he was totally messing with you. I'm sure. Like, hey, man. Hey, man. And, and I found out he, he, he is a practical joker. He is truly. Is he a, really? Oh, he is, he is a practical joker. Oh, that's oh, funny. He's a, he's a jokester. He's a jokester. Well, well, we're we're getting close to time, but um, yeah. before I let you go, uh-huh. uh, I have some questions for you. I'm gonna do a quick round of Would You Rather. Okay. Okay. Oh, so man. I got. Let's see. I got four questions here. All right. Uh-oh. Here we go. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I'm gonna save the really juicy stuff for oh. next week. I'm gonna go easy oh, on you today. Oh, okay. Trust and believe. Next okay, week. Yeah, all right. All right. I know you gonna give me next. <laughs> You got it coming. <laughs> okay. Would you rather be uh, without uh, TV or without your phone for a week? Um, I probably, uh, I probably be without TV because my phone is my lifeline to work. Ah, okay. Would you rather go deep sea diving or bungee jumping? Uh. Of, see, you have to pick none one. of the above. <laughs> <laughs> Must pick one or the other. <laughs> oh my god! First of all, and and the, and here's the thing: I'm, I I fly I fly so much, but I'm mm. scared. Of, but I'm scared of heights. <laughs> oh, are you interesting? But I fly yeah. all the time. But so I, I would probably say um, I would I would probably take a chance on the deep sea diving though. Okay. Okay. Uh let's see. Would you rather? Okay, uh, if you if you got into a fight, uh-huh. would you rather have The Rock or Arnold Schwarzenegger back in his younger days uh, on your side? Oh, uh, Rock. The Rock. The Rock. Yeah. Yeah. Arnold Schwarzenegger was just a bodybuilder. The Rock was he, you know, because his dad was Rocky Johnson, who was a real fighter. He was yes. Yeah, yes. So, yeah, so the Rock. Yeah, you know yeah. he has a um he has a new show coming yeah, out. Yeah, he got a new show coming out. I'm excited about that. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about that. Okay, last question. Would you rather be stuck on an island alone? Now keep in mind, you have to, you know, you have to depend on this person. You have to like hunt food together. You're stuck. No help's coming for days and days and days and days. And this is the person you have to be stuck with. Robin. Either <laughs> <laughs> and the choice cannot be Robin. Oh, my. <laughs> 
Wifey okay. can't be wifey. Wife, wifey can't be. Oh, okay, she's okay. out looking for you. She's out looking okay, for you. Right, okay, you're you're right. lost. You're on the island. <laughs> <laughs> and your choice is either Kanye West mm-hmm. or the Orange Cheeto, whose name shall remain nameless on the show. Our just recent past president. <laughs> uh, and we know they're both a little. So, <laughs> if I if I had to choose between the two, I would I would choose Kanye, because Kanye is a hustler. Oh, but, but, but 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 and 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 forty five, he would be the one to try to make you do everything and then take. <laughs> so I ain't. I ain't but I ain't he also it. might have a private jet that may come and rescue you at some point too. Well, first of all, if we if we stuck on an island. <laughs> We shouldn't be stuck on the island with him in the first place. <laughs> I agree. Yeah, the first place. I completely agree. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> and okay, so there you go, Kanye. 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 <laughs> All right, just having some fun there. Thank you so much for joining me tonight, Casey. Uh, we can talk on and on and on because you have some really fascinating stories. You met some super cool people. Did some oh, awesome yeah. work. Oh, real quick, you have a movie coming out. We don't want to forget that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Myself, uh, Boo Mitchell, who uh, co-produced Uptown Funk, um, uh, and a friend of mine, Al Capone, we did the music for uh, this movie called uh, uh, Jasser, uh, starring Lorraine Bracco, who's from oh. The Sopranos and Goodfellas. Yeah. Uh, and uh, uh, hopefully, yeah. it'll be com- I believe it's be coming out um, this summer sometime. Hopefully, this summer or fall. Got that. Uh, uh, ne- uh, actually, tomorrow I'll be on my way to Nashville uh, with Howard Hewitt to do a couple okay. shows. Uh, uh, we're going to be uh, in a um, city winery uh, mm-hmm. tomorrow and Sunday. We'll be in D.C. Uh, just he and I doing, you know, the evening with Howard. Just he and I, uh, piano oh, nice. and vocal type of thing. You know, we do we do a lot of these in- intimate uh, setting situations, yeah. COVID restrictions and all that kind of stuff. So sure. we're going to be doing that. Um, and, so uh, things are opening back up. Kind of sort of slowly, 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 because yeah. these all these dates got moved back two or three times, and so they announced they mm. let's try it this time. So okay, um, so uh, I'm doing that this weekend, and you know, mm-hmm. just still in the studio, just finished up, uh, you know, of course, the Kiki Chameleon, uh, mm-hmm. Chameleon project. Chameleon. <laughs> um, so, so we're very excited about that as well, yes. and, and uh, just got a lot of things, you know, and then here doing the thing with you know with with the wifey with. Uh, Travis yeah. Guy, the Venus and Mars, Princess yes. Rodney. Uh, excited about that always. So, you know, Aww. and just, and of course, you know, we're doing, you know, you know, Dish with Diva. And, and, Dish with and, Diva, Northwest Nightcap. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, this is going to be good. This Thursday, this coming Thursday, February 4th, 8 p.m. Pacific, 10 p.m. Central Time, yes. 11 p.m. Eastern Time. Yes. Casey's a member, Princess Robin, his wife, he's a member, my yeah. homeboy, Anthony Adams. He's a member of the, the, the crew, the Divas crew. We have a good time. Um, I encourage you all to join us. It's a lot of fun. Um, not, she's, other, she's not on the hot seat this, this week? No, no. We, we, saved, we saved the best for last. We're gonna, we're gonna, we're, she'll be the next one. She'll be next month. Oh, all right, okay. <laughs> You're all right. in the hot seat this week. Don't be trying to find it off on her. <laughs> I already got my questions ready. I've been ready <laughs> for like a month. <laughs> I know y'all been plotting against me. 
<laughs> it will be fun. It will be a oh, lot yeah. of fun. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but thank you so much for joining me. Uh, continue the good work. Um, you you know, and uh, we'll look forward to the movie. We look forward to Kiki's album coming out. Um, and just keep doing the things, you know, keep entertaining us. We need it. We need it. We need the music. We need all. Oh yeah, we're coming back. (laughs) Come back little by little. You know, stay tuned. Yes, yes. All right, peeps. Well, um, hey, if you uh, like this little mug that I'm drinking out of here, I love the things. Um, there's t-shirts. There's uh sweatshirts and all sorts of things. My baby bro who does the theme music for my shows, um, he has a soul consistent um, apparel on IG mm-hmm. and he's got like a 30% off sale I think going on now. So go check it out. Um, lots of cool stuff there. Um, check us out again this coming Thursday, Northwest Nightcap with Casey Diva, um, Anthony, Princess Robin, Casey. Uh, we're going to be talking about all things entertainment and uh, we have a lot of fun doing it and Casey's yes. in Diva's hot seat where we get to ask him any question <laughs> and there is no holds bar. We can ask him any question we want and he has to give us the answer. I so. answered the question. I said DC diving. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the reason why I keep saying we're going to get him is because Casey comes, out, comes up with some wild questions. <laughs> And you know, he just comes out like bam. <laughs> you be you be like, whoa, what are we dying? How can I die? <laughs> and it's always a good time, so we can't wait to put in the hot seat. Oh, yeah. All right, please be sure to um my kid my uh, go to my YouTube channel, Casey Diva Shows, like, subscribe, um Hit me up, you know, if you have a guest, if you're a musician, you're an artist, you're an actor, whatever. Um, I like all things entertainment. So come on, we'll dish. We'll ch- talk about everything. Um, and uh, I really love promoting, you know, new up and coming artists as well. So uh, hit me up on IG, MZ, KC Diva, um, Facebook, KC Diva, Dish with Diva Show or Northwest Nightcap with KC Diva, all those pages. Um, and uh, yeah, I'm excited. We're going to get out of here. Um, and I hope you will tune in this Thursday. You don't want to miss it. And I'll leave you with this. All right. Later, peeps.